Welcome to Drunk Bible Study. This show's mission is to read every single word of the greatest story ever told. A warning to our listeners, the hosts of this show are sinners, but they're doing their best. There will be drinking and there may be some swears. They did say they'd try to keep it clean, but I wouldn't put my money on it. I'm Emily, and this is Drunk Bible Study, where my good friends Dedeker and Jace teach me, a born and raised atheist, all about the Bible. We are here doing the end of Esther. It's happening. Yeah, super exciting. So exciting. Our listeners at home can't see this, but Emily's eye makeup is popping today. <sighs> I have to run to my final dress rehearsal of a show that got closed down two and a half years ago when the pandemic happened. We got to final dress rehearsal, which ironically is tonight for me. Mm. So I have a little bit of like PTSD because the show could close again and then that's it again. Right. I certainly hope not due to an impending pandemic. Oh, gosh. Not that I know of. <laughs> but <laughs> Well, hopefully you don't bring on any more pandemics by getting to final dress rehearsal. Please I will try. We've got to move past that. it. Yeah, we got to move past it. So right. What yeah. a reveal that would be, though, if this musical that you're in was the, the cause of everything, that that's what caused right? God to curse us all. <laughs> There oh, it is. Man. Wow. I missed that bit of Leviticus where that was part of the Deuteronomical law <laughs> yeah, I... about <laughs> thou shalt not have eye makeup that is too heavy at one's final dress rehearsal for the there wild party by Andrew Lippa. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Quite. I have to say that watching the VeggieTales version of the little part that we did uh-huh. of the VeggieTales version helped me remember what the heck happened in this story. Yeah, yeah. Can you it recap? It was really helpful. <laughs> I So yes, Xerxes, which I forget his name in this. Oh, Asherus uh-huh. or something. Uh-huh. Yeah. Asherus. Uh-huh. Yeah, something like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> his former wife, I guess this woman who he was married to at one time, mm-hmm. decided to kind of not do something that he wanted, which may or may not have been showing her body to all of the other people out there right. that wanted to see it. Uh-huh. <laughs> all the other men. And so he got real pissed and was like, I'm going to audition for a new wife. And so he auditioned a bunch of people. And then this woman named Esther was the winner of the audition. She got the part. Mm-hmm. And America's next top queen. I mean, Israel's next yes. top queen. No, oh, Persia's, Persia's next, next top, top queen. Persia. <laughs> <laughs> but little did they know that she was a Jewish woman. And so... Nobody, I guess, knows that. And little, her little do they still not know. Yeah, they still don't know. They that. still don't know. Yes, but her adopted sort of cousin uh, father person <laughs> is Jewish, <laughs> and he yeah. decided. Yeah, uh, something happened where he like got in trouble somehow, and he's going to get hung. But he's saying, "Please don't hang us." And actually, they're going to kill all the Jewish people around. And Esther's right. like, nah, I'm going to talk to the king and we're going to have a dinner. And that's where we ended. Dinner time soon. <laughs> right. You're missing, well, there's one character that you're missing. Who's sort of the villain of the piece? Yeah, let me look at our casting. Oh, Hama? <laughs> Haman. Hey, hey, man. Hey, man. Hey, man, <laughs> yeah. that's it. Oh, yeah, and Mordecai <laughs> is her cousin, uncle, daddy. 
Cousin Uncle Daddy. <laughs> right. There it is. Yes. So to recap our, our casting, Esther is played by Anya Taylor-Joy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Eugene Levy is Mordecai, her cousin, uncle, dad, whoever. Uh, and Michael C. Hall is the villain, Hey Man. <laughs> and then, of course, Rodrigo Santoro reprising his role of from course. the 300 as Xerxes slash Ahurius. He's going to be much older in our version, but that's fine. That's cool. That's probably yeah. good. Probably more accurate, yeah. really. Yeah, exactly. All righty. What are you two drinking today? Go ahead, Jace. So I'm I'm having a Space Dust IPA, which is mm. one of my sort of go-tos. But I'm like almost done with it already. So I'm actually going to go run and, and get another one. Here. Jeez. Okay. So don't even wow. mind me. Carry on. Carry on. Okay. Really knocking him back. Okay. I know. Yeah. He had some technical difficulties right before this. So I think he like That's guzzled. Fair. He was going through some stress. So he probably needed that beer. Exactly. So I am drinking. Okay. I never thought that I would be sucked in by a marketing gimmick by Pepsi. Oh, what? With the exception of the year 1999, when they did their limited edition Star Wars cans, including find the gold Yoda can. And if you send it in, I think you got like 20 bucks or something. And I got a gold Yoda can. Whoa. Whoa. But I was so enamored with it that I didn't send it in. I kept it. Do you still have it? No, I don't still have it. <laughs> that would have been really cool. What would you have traded it in for? What was the prize? Twenty dollars. Twenty bucks, maybe a hundred oh. bucks. I don't know. I thought it was going to be like a like a million. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't that much. I'm like, if it's twenty bucks, I'm like, yeah, the Yoda can's cooler, maybe. Definitely. Yeah. yeah, I think that was my thinking at the time, at the tender age of. 12 or whatever it was. You're like, I'm going to make a bunch of money off of this. That was the last, okay, that was the last time Pepsi got me on a gimmick because I'm not really a a cola drinker. However, at the store, Pepsi has this new nitro Pepsi. What? So the bubbles are smaller? It's got like nitrous. Yeah, nitrogen infused. Yeah. Like a Guinness. It's like a Guinness. Wait, but you're drinking a Pepsi? You're not even drinking? Well, no, I mix alcohol into the Pepsi. Oh, thank you. Okay. I was like, what? That's all you're <laughs> doing? On, this is my mixer. Where It is like a Guinness. They're like, yeah, literally the instructions are like, open it up and pour it hard, you know, like you do with a Guinness in the can to activate oh. the nitrogen fusion. Bubbles. Yeah. <laughs> reaction. Wow. And I will say, not a huge Pepsi fan necessarily, but this is a nice, smooth drinking experience. Does it have like a little foam topper type thing? Type it did. Situation? I mean, I mean, yeah, Before when I poured it, it kind of looked a little bit like a Guinness. So, wow. Yeah. What uh, did you mix with it? Mm. What alcohol? Some shochu. Okay. Yeah. That's quite lovely. So it's just going to make it sweeter. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, the, I'm having a hot toddy because I'm being responsible-ish. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> that professional singer's life. Yeah. No, this is like some ginger and lemon and some chamomile tea. There's a star anise in there and some cinnamon. Oh, wow. And then also a shot of bourbon. Well, so not a typical hot toddy. This is a fancy no. hot toddy. All right. Yeah. I tried to, to jazz it up a little bit, you know me. And then also a shot of bourbon because... Why not? You know, this could be the last show again. (laughs) (laughs) Let's hope not. My goodness. You're also doing the wild party. So Mm -hmm, if mm -hmm. like everyone, all the characters are drunk. So why not? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we are. Why not? Why not you be too? Yeah. No, for sure. Alrighty. Shall we? Yep. Yes. It is time for everyone's favorite moment, which of course is 
reading the Bible. I look forward to it every week. I know y'all do too. And today is very exciting because we are finishing up Esther, reading chapters 6 through 10, and then Psalms 132 and 133. As we get started, we want to remind everyone to read responsibly and drink responsibly. You can drink along with us or you can listen while you're in the car. But please do not do both at the same time. And with that, it's Esther 6. night, the king couldn't sleep, and he commanded to bring the book of records of the chronicles. Oh. Are these He's the like, that'll that put me haven't... to sleep. <laughs> I know. <laughs> are these the chronicles that we haven't read? I, I don't know. No, these are, these are the Persian chronicles, okay. right? Oh, right? So right, 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 we don't get yeah. those. So he was like, everyone read me the chronicles, and they were read before the king. <laughs> it was found written that Mordecai had told of Big Thana. Huh? Oh, yeah. Big Thana. Big Thana. Oh, those are the guys that tried to assassinate the king. Yes. Big Thana and Tershish. Tereshish. Two of the king's chamberlains. Of those who kept the threshold, who had sought to lay hands on the king, Ahasuerus. The king said, what honor and dignity has been bestowed on Mordecai for this? Mm. Little does he know that this guy's getting killed, (gasps) maybe. Mm. Then the king's servants who ministered to him said, nothing has been done for him. The king said, who is in the court? Now Haman was come into the outward court of the king's house to speak to the king to hang Mordecai on the gallows that he had prepared for him. Uh Uh-oh. Ox. Mm. The king's servants said to him, behold, Haman stands in the court. The king said, let him come in. So Haman came in. What? Hold on. This is the middle of the night, right? What time do you think this is? Oh, the king can't yeah. sleep. Uh, probably like two, two in the morning. I don't know. One. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Two a.m. and hey, man's like, hey, hey, king, you up? <laughs> hey, you up? Let's uh, talk. Let's hang out. Look at this gallow. It's so sweet. <laughs> <laughs> the king said to him, "What shall be done to the man whom the king delights to honor?" Now Haman said in his heart. To whom would the king delight to do honor more than to myself? Oh, God. Uh, wow. Like he said to himself in his heart. His heart is just like, <laughs> I'm shocked. He must be talking about me, right? Like, like obviously, uh, yeah. About me. <laughs> Haman said to the king, For the man whom the king delights to honor, let royal clothing be brought, which the king uses to wear, and the horse that the king rides on, and on the head of which a crown royal is set. And let the clothing and the horse well, be we, delivered. Okay, well, hold on. Wait. Well, yeah, hold on. Let's actually unpack this. So he's like, the person, you should let them wear your clothes. And your horse. Yeah. Not just like king's clothes, but like literally your clothes. Yeah, you the should let them do king cosplay with your own clothing. Yeah. yeah so this you, guy is okay. bold. <laughs> so your clothes, your horse. Your crown. A, a royal crown or is it your royal crown? Because that's, that's a big difference. And on the head of which a crown royal is set. So a crown royal. Some kind of royal crown. Okay. And let the clothing and the horse be delivered to the hand of one of the king's most noble princes, that they may array the man therewithin, 
or therewith whom the king delights to honor, and cause him to ride on horseback through the street of the city and proclaim before him, thus shall it be done to the man whom the king delights to honor. But he thinks it's himself. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I like the step where it's like, you're going to give him this stuff, but, but wait, 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 wait. Don't just give it to him. Give it to a prince and have that prince put it on him. That's cool. That's way cooler. Wow. I like rocking on in the chat is pointing out that a crown royal is alcohol. So maybe that's what they're referring to. That's true. Mm, There you go. I like that. Mm. Then the king said to Haman, make haste and take the clothing and the horse, as you have said, and do even so to Mordecai the Jew, Uh who sits at the king's gate. Let nothing fail of all that you have spoken. Isn't Haman like, it's two in the morning. Haman was like, uh... (laughs) Right. You're right. Wait, is this waited till the morning? Did we have a time jump maybe? I don't know. Because this is weird to happen in the middle of the night. That can't be. Well, isn't Mordecai's hanging out outside too? He's been hanging out outside for a while. He had been to see his daughter, cousin, niece. Yeah, daughter, cousin, niece. Then took Haman the clothing and the horse and arrayed Mordecai and caused him to ride through the street of the city. So he did it. He did. And proclaimed before him, thus shall it be done to the man whom the king delights to honor. Mordecai came again to the king's gate. But Haman hurried to his house, mourning and having his head covered. Why? So he's pissed. Yeah, he's super pissed. Oh, Haman did. Yeah, I, Haman. I see. I thought Mordecai did. I was confused. No, okay, Haman. so Haman's like so sad. Well, I don't know though. If I was Mordecai, I'm trying to understand the scope of how moved am I by this gesture. How weird is this? Because there's nothing really tangible here, right? It's not like the king's giving me money. That's true. Or land or a title. He just gets to like ride around with a horse I just get to do king cosplay. Maybe that's why he said this? He's like, I'm going to give you- I assumed he got to keep the stuff. Really? But no. Even then, what is he going to do? Sell it? Yeah. Well, to be fair, we've never really established what socioeconomic status Mordecai and Mordecai's family That's true. is right. at. True. I think in tellings of this story, usually it's been presented that he's poor okay. and that Esther was raised poor, but we don't mm-hmm. have necessarily any evidence in the text to suggest that. That's true. Yeah, who he knows? He could be comfortable as well. Who knows? Haman recounted to Zeresh his wife, and all his friends, everything that had happened to him. Then his wise men and Zeresh, his wife, said to him, if Mordecai, before whom you have begun to fall, be the seed of the Jews, you shall not prevail against him, but shall surely fall before him. Wait, hold on, but in plain English, what did she say? So if Mordecai is the seed of the Jews, you won't prevail, but you're going to fall against him, before him? Uh Uh-huh, yeah. Interesting. While they were yet talking with him, came the king's chamberlains and hurried to bring Haman to the banquet that Esther had prepared. Right, this is the second banquet. She was, because yeah. yes. initially she was like, uh, come attend this banquet, banquet. that I'm going to throw. Yeah, and then the next night, like, okay. she was like, come to this other banquet. Like, she's really kicking the can right. down the road. Yeah. All right, if you insist. Okay, that's it for chapter six. <laughs> I like that Haman goes to his wife and his friends and is like, guys, this is what happened. And they're like, yeah, you're screwed, dude. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's not, not going to go well for you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad that they're giving it to him straight. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate that. I guess that. that's true. That is nice when you have friends yeah. who can be honest with you. Yeah. Mm. All right. Seven. Oh, wow. Okay, that's me. Yes. Chapter seven. So the king and Haman came to banquet with Esther, the queen. The king said again to Esther on the second day at the banquet of wine, 
What is your petition, Queen Esther? And it shall be granted you. And what is your request? Even to the half of the kingdom, it shall be performed. Seriously, she should have taken half the kingdom. She really should have. Yeah. Can't leave that on the table. Then Esther the queen answered, If I have found favor in your sight, O king, and if it please the king, let my life be given me at my petition and my people at my request. For we are sold, I and my people, to be destroyed, to be slain, and to perish. He's like, uh, what? You're Jewish? Did that happen? Yeah. Yeah, he's like, (laughs) but if we had been sold for bondservants and bondmaids, I had held my peace, although the adversary could not have compensated for the king's damage. Wait, sorry, what? (laughs) I'm a little confused. She, she, that was a circuitous way of, of saying my people are in some deep water. Mm. Can, can you can the message clarify this for us? Yeah, I see. So she said, "We've been sold, I and my people, to be destroyed, sold to be massacred, eliminated. If we'd just been sold off into slavery, I wouldn't have even have brought it up. Our, our troubles wouldn't have been Jesus. worth bothering the king over." <laughs> wow, Jeez, I doubt she Esther. means that, but she's probably just trying to like make him happy. Just trying to soften. Yeah. yeah. Like, I would have been totally fine. You know how yeah. it is. Don't worry. But, you know, Correct. please don't kill everyone. <laughs> Thanks. Then spoke the king Ahasuerus and said to Esther the queen, Who is he? And where is he that dared presume in his heart to do so? Oh, um, the man sitting next to you. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Whoops. Esther said, An adversary and an enemy. Even this wicked hay man. Yeah. Oh, she did it. Oh, she I did it. it. She finally did it. Took two banquets. That's all. Good. Then Haman was afraid before the king and the queen. I bet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As he should be. The king arose in his wrath from the banquet of wine and went into the palace garden. And Haman stood up to make request for his life to Esther the queen. For he saw that there was evil determined against him by the king. Then the king returned out of the palace garden into the place of the banquet of wine. Okay, so he stormed off, had to go cool off mm. a little bit out in the yeah, garden. he had to like count backwards from 10 or whatever. Had to go yeah. take a little smoke break or something. Mm. Yeah. And Haman was fallen on the couch whereon <laughs> Esther was. Okay. He's like fallen all over the couch. So he's like begging Esther, like, please, no. Yeah. Then said the king, will he even force the queen before me in the house? Oh. As the word went out of the king's mouth, they covered Haman's face. Oh boy, did they like black bag him? Whoa. Whoa, okay. That was the image I had in my head. What is what is the message there? Yeah, this is it's very different. So the message says that, you know, the king came back while he was like lying down on the couch begging the queen. Mm-hmm. The king roared out, will he even molest the queen while I'm just around the corner? Oh. When that word left the king's mouth, all the blood drained from Haman's face. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Or for another hot take on this, let me hit you with the Great Bible. And when the king came again out of his palace garden into the place where they drank wine, Haman had laid him upon the bed that Esther sat upon. Mm, sounds more suspicious Ooh, this way. The bed, mm-hmm. not the couch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Then said the king, Will he force the queen also before me in the house? As soon as that word went out of the Kanga's mouth, <laughs> they covered Haman's face. So yeah, it's almost okay. like they, Interesting. they put like a bag over his face. 
Yeah. Interesting. Then said Harbona, one of the chamberlains who were before the king, behold also the gallows 50 cubits high, which Haman has made for Mordecai, who spoke good for the king. <laughs> this guy's like, finally, stands, throw this guy under the stands bus. Stands in the house of Haman. The king said, hang him thereon. Whoa. So they hanged Haman on the gallows Dang. that he prepared for Mordecai. Wow. Then was the king's wrath pacified. I mean. Wow. There it is. What a revenge tale. Okay. Dang. Yeah, truly. I guess. Truly. Yeah, does this count as a revenge tale? I don't know. It's good conquering evil. How do we get three more chapters out of this? Yeah, that is a good question. Yeah, it's like, story's done. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> and scene. Here we got the denouement. Okay, all right. Chapter eight. On that day, did the king Ahasuerus give the house of Haman, the Jew's enemy, to Esther the queen? Wow. Mm. Okay, so she did get some, what, like land or a house? His house? I his guess wife? that's probably his whole land and his servants and his wife. Okay, yeah. cool. His yeah. friends? His wives. Oh, and his wife. She gets his wife. Maybe <laughs> even his friends and his wife are like, thank goodness. Yeah. Hated that yeah. guy. Yeah. <laughs> that guy sucked. Mordecai came before the king, for Esther had told what he was to her. Okay, so mm -hmm. now she came clean about her relation to these people's. The king took off his ring, which he had taken from Haman, and gave it to Mordecai. Wait, hold on. Okay, so he's already, the king's already stolen a ring from Haman. Off of his dead corpse. <laughs> and then he's re-gifted it. Instantly re-gifted. Yeah. I like the idea, actually, you know, maybe he like, he didn't even put it on his own, <laughs> his own hand first. He's like, oh, Mordecai. Oh, wow. Oh, you're her, her dad, cousin, uncle. Oh my God. Oh, I wish Yay. I knew sooner. I need to, gosh, I really didn't. Prepare for this moment. You know what? Hold on. Hold on. Wait one moment. I'll be right back. Hammond's got a really nice ring. Let me just grab it. <laughs> he runs over to the <laughs> gallows worry. and just pulls it off of his hand. Just plucks it. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Here you go. Okay. I hope it fits. Wowza. Wowza. Well, because that's the ring that he had given Hayman when Hayman was like, hey, so I'm going to like oh, kill all these Jews. I forgot and I'll about give that. give you money so it, to do it. And he gave him his ring as like as a symbol of authority or something. It was oh. his ring first. Okay, I did forget yeah. that detail. Oh, okay, Good okay. So it's actually his ring. Yeah, mm -hmm. got it. Okay. Okay, so Esther set Mordecai over the house of Haman. Esther spoke yet again before the king and fell down at his feet and begged him with tears to put away the mischief of Haman the Agagite and his device that he had devised against the Jews. Oh, he's like... Oh, right, because he had sent out that decree. Right, the policy is still oh, on the books. Oh, goodness. Yeah, mm -hmm. okay. Whoa, so it's no. not, the story's not done yet. Got it. Emily. Oh, okay, I just... just <laughs> <laughs> you all agreed that it felt like an ending. Yeah, yeah. It's true. But we forgot but there's that more. this was still... More. Yeah, this was still here. It's like Lord of the Rings with multiple endings. Oh, yeah, like six <laughs> endings. Yeah. Then the king held out to Esther the golden scepter, so Esther arose and stood before the king. She said, If it please the king, and if I have found favor in his sight, and the thing seem right before the king, and I be pleasing in his eyes, let it be written to reverse the letters devised by Haman, the son of Hamadatha the Agagite, which he wrote to destroy the Jews who are in all the king's provinces. For how can I endure to see the evil that shall come to my people? Or how can I endure to see the destruction of my relatives? Yeah. But again, let me clarify. If it's just slavery, like that, that's, that's fine. fine. I can, yeah. I can, okay. I can no deal worries. with that. Yeah, it's good. It wouldn't bother you. We're fine. 
Then the king Ahasuerus said to Esther the queen and to Mordecai the Jew, See, I have given Esther the house of Haman, and him they have hanged on the gallows because he laid his hand on the Jews. Write you also to the Jews as it pleases you in the king's name and seal it with the king's ring. That's the power of the ring. The Mm. ring of power. The one Mm -hmm. ring. Exactly. Mm -hmm. For the writing which is written in the king's name and sealed with the king's ring may no man reverse. Mm. Except for the king, I guess, because he's reversing something that was already written with it. (laughs) That's true. That's true. (laughs) That's true. Is it still a law in the books that we can all drink as much as we want? <laughs> I sure hope oh, so. Oh, yeah. That was nice. you reversed that, that one fun. yet. <laughs> had a good time with that. I do love... He's like a party king. I love the idea that he's just like, he is. Hey, guys, check this out. Check this out. Watch what I'm about to do. I love it. Rodrigo Santoro is such a good choice for it, too. <laughs> Heck, yes. Then were the king's scribes called at that time in the third month, Sivan, on the three and twentieth day of it, And it was written according to all that Mordecai commanded to the Jews and to the satraps and the governors and princes of the provinces, which are from India to Ethiopia, 127 provinces, to every province according to the writing of it, and to every people after their language, and to the Jews according to their writing and according to their language. So they brought in the whole like localization team to translate this into all the different (laughs) languages. It's pretty cool. He wrote the name of King Ahasuerus and sealed it with the king's ring and sent letters by post on horseback, riding on swift steeds that were used in the king's service, bread of the stud, colon. Oh. Wait, hold, hold, what? Hold on. (laughs) Hold on. I stopped listening for like two seconds. Yep, yep. What? Bread? Oh, like... I'm assuming they mean whores. Like they were born and bred of the stud. Yeah, bred. Not like bred of the... Yeah, not bred like... Yeah, when I came back in, my... Yeah, okay, that was confusing. Okay, Okay, so so they send all these letters by horseback riding on swift steeds. Swift. Maybe like better horses than the first messages had gone out on, maybe? Oh, let's hope so. That were used in the king's service, bred of the stud, colon... In which the king granted the Jews who were in every city to gather themselves together and to stand for their life, to destroy, to kill, and to cause to perish all the power of the people and province that would assault them, their little ones and women, and to take the spoil of them for a prey on one day in all the provinces of King Ahasuerus, namely on the 13th day of the 12th month, which is the month Adar. Okay, hold on. That that was not yeah. what I thought was the decree was going to be. I, I thought it was just going to be like, cancel the order. Don't, stand for their life. Don't kill the Jews. To destroy, to kill. Yeah. Is it... So is he saying like people are going to come after them? So fight, fight for your lives or what? That's what it seems to be. It's <laughs> yeah. like, it's too late to reverse people following the order to kill the Jews. So go ahead and kill those people back. Jews. Okay. Yeah. This is... I mean, thanks, King. It's like, thanks. You wish you could do more. Yes. Wish we had a cell phone. But wouldn't you... Yeah, I do wish we had a cell phone. I'm just trying to piece this together, though. Like, what could possibly have been the obstacle that prevents the king, and we've established, you gotta listen to the decree of the king, 
right? From just sending out a decree that says, hey, I know that thing that I told you to do before, cancel that. Just kidding. Don't do that. Mm-hmm. Instead, we're going to have a big sort of battle royale. I mean, this makes it, okay, whatever. This makes it into a more interesting revenge tale, right? Mm-hmm. Where the Jews get to be victorious, not just that they were saved by the Persians, but they get to fight back, right? They get some of their agency, I suppose. Yeah. So, so in trying to figure this out, I went back to chapter three. And because they give a lot of these like days and months of when these things happened. So back in chapter three, on the 13th day of the first month is when the decree from Haman was written. Okay, so 13th day of the first month. And then the order was that on the 13th day of the 12th month, that's when you kill all the Jews and their women and their babies and take all their stuff. She is. Okay, so then what we just read happened in the third month. So like two months after that first one had gone out, they're sending this new one. Uh huh. And they're saying to everyone to gather themselves together and to kill anyone who is going to kill you and take all their stuff on the 13th day of the 12th month. So on that same day that the first letter had said to kill the Jews and take their stuff, he's now written. So it is a battle royale that he's setting up. Whoa. We're still several months in advance. And I realize it takes a long time for news to travel. That's true. At this time. I get that. But still. Yeah. I'm just surprised. I know. Yeah, just weird. Okay, so a copy of the writing that the decree should be given out in every province was published to all the peoples and that the Jews should be ready against that day to avenge themselves on their enemies. So the posts who rode on swift steeds that were used in the king's service went out, being hurried and pressed on by the king's commandment, and the decree was given out in Shushan the palace. Mordecai went forth from the presence of the king in royal clothing of blue and white. Oh, the Jewish colors. It's appropriate. Oh, yeah. And with a great crown of gold and with a robe of fine linen and purple. And the city of Shushan shouted and was glad. Ha! <laughs> like that. <laughs> uh-huh. the, the Jews had light and gladness and joy and honor in every province and in every city, wherever the king's commandment and his decree came, the Jews had gladness and joy, a feast and a good day. Okay. Many. Okay. <laughs> I love this Purim. First of all, I got to say, I love that. I have to back up to say, though, maybe it makes sense of, okay, so we're, we're setting up this decree several months in advance of, hey, guess what? Your local neighborhood Jewish community, you can plunder and kill them. But then we send out another announcement that's like, oh, by the way, those Jews can fight and plunder you back. Maybe that's enough to dissuade people. Because I'm imagining Mm. like the fighting already begins. Oh, interesting. But maybe just knowing that the king has also decreed that it's okay for the Jews to do the same thing back to you, maybe that's enough to keep the peace. That's how I'm trying to square this and still make Xerxes a good guy. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So so in the chat, John Dolph, the mic, which I can't get over how good a username (laughs) that is, also... Totally credit to us for that. But uh, mentions that blue and white might not have been the Jewish colors yet at this time. So maybe mm. this is like the origin. Sure, but we can have foreshadowing. But this is Maybe this is the origin. Everyone's like, Mordecai looked so dope in this outfit. Somebody else said that in one of the other Bibles, the old Bible, the one with all the old speak, that it was like white <laughs> and yellow. What? <laughs> yeah. Wait, what? Where did they say what? that? 
In the Great Bible. In, in the like in the King Did James. That in the Great Bible. Oh, in the Grady Bible. Yeah. Well, let mm-hmm. me let's find out. Let's find out. Uh what chapter is this? It's uh chapter eight. Chapter eight, verse maybe fifteen. Yeah, fifteen. Okay. And Mardukeus, his name is Mardukeus <laughs> in this, which is pretty awesome. <laughs> Marmaduke. And Marmaduke, aka Mardukeus, went out from the king. In royal apparel of yellow and white, Say, oh, with yeah. a great crowny of goldy, being <laughs> arrayed, <Goldie crowny>. <laughs> <laughs> being arrayed with a garment of silka and purple, and the sighty of Susan rejoiced <laughs> and was glad. Sighty of Susan. <laughs> Susan. <laughs> So Shushan is, Susan. is spelled oh, like Susan oh. in this. I see. In the sight of Susan rejoiced. Amazing. So the DJs instead of eyes here rejoiced <laughs> and was glad. Wow. And unto the lose. All the, the lose. Jews are spelled with a J instead of, of an lose. L. Or an L instead of a J. <laughs> and unto the lose there was come light and gladness, ioya and worship. Yo yeah. Yo. Nice. Yo. Is that's that funny. It for... That's no, one more Are you one sure? more. Verse. Is it hold on? Oh, okay, is it go. L or is it I? Anger dude in the chat is claiming that it's an I. I you was a I use you. Oh, you're right. It is an I. I use like like it's a like it's an iPod. Yeah. Like a bird. Like a bird? What bird? <laughs> like an like an ew, but it, it's with an E W. It just sounds the same. What is an ew? An ew? Isn't that like a baby ostrich? That's like a sheep. That's no, a sheep. Oh wait. Oh, you're right. Ew. <laughs> Sheepies. Ew. ew. A female sheep. Yeah. Ew. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It's probably it's it's capitalized, so it looks like an L. But you're uh, right. It's gotcha. it's an I. It's a capital I, and this is just a bad unclear I font. You. Got it. Right. So unto the EUs, so not lose, but the EUs, there was come light and gladness, Ioya uh, and worship. Uh, and then one, one last line or one last verse. In every province and in every city, whenever the king's commandment came and his decree came, the Jews had gladness and joy, a feast and a good day. Many from among the peoples of the land became Jews. Whoa. For the fear of the Jews was followed on them. Cool. Hold on, they were so afraid of the Jews they decided to convert to Judaism? Yeah. That's one way to do it. That is one way to do it, to be fair. (laughs) Wow. A different conversion strategy than a lot of religions take, but, you know, whatever works. I mean, we have a long history of many world religions forcing conversion under fear of pain and death. It's true. It's just that we've decided to do a different marketing tactic in more recent These days. Years. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Now that fits. You know, now sense. nowadays, it's, or at least in the days of my youth, it's invite them over for a pizza party. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's how you'll get them. Mm-hmm. I'd prefer that. I mean, sure. <laughs> I'll take your pizza. If having pizza parties was actually part of the religion, I could see that being a compelling... Oh, you mean like that's a part of the ritual? Yeah. Yeah. The mm. pizza ritual. Yeah. I love it. Right, because that's the thing, right? You invite your friends in, like, to your Sunday school pizza party, and they're like, cool, this is a religion that does pizza parties. And they're like, oh, this isn't part of the normal thing? Oh. Mm. Um, Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> Well, should we take a quick break? Oh, yes. Yeah, before we go on to the last two chapters of Esther and read some Psalms, we're going to take a quick break to talk about how you can support this show if you love it and you enjoy learning such accurate 
and knowledgeable things about the Bible. (laughs) The best thing that you can do is to just tell your friends. Bring your friends to the live shows. Tell them about the podcast. Spread the word. It really helps us a lot to have more downloads. Just get more people here listening to it. And if you're able to support us financially to help pay for our hosting costs and things like that, you can go to patreon.com slash drunkbiblestudy. And as a thank you, we have things like early releases of episodes, personal toasts on the show, uh, access to Emily's drink recipes with beautiful pictures of her drinks, and our undying gratitude. And we really appreciate that. Here we go. It's going to be two more chapters, and then we're done with Esther. Another book finished. Wow. Chapter nine. Now, in the 12th month, which is the month Adar. This, This is the one. That's when it's all going down. There it is. Yeah. Remember it said on the 13th. Yes. The 12th month. The 13th day of the same. When the king's commandment and his decree drew near to be put in execution on the day that the enemies of the Jews hoped to have rule over them. Whereas it was turned to the contrary. The Jews had rule over those who hated them. The Jews gathered themselves together in their cities throughout all the provinces of the king. Ahasuerus, to lay hand on such as sought their hurt, and no man could withstand them, for the fear of them was fallen on all the peoples. All the princes of the provinces and the satraps, what's a satrap? <laughs> the satraps. No, it was, it, was like a, it was like a governor of a Persian province. Okay, yes. Mm-hmm. And the governors, other governors. Other, yes. Uh-huh. And those who did the king's business helped the Jews because the fear of Mordecai was fallen on them. Hmm. For Mordecai was great in the king's house and his fame went forth. because yeah, he... Yeah, he's like a big deal now. he controls the whole house of Haman. Yeah, wow. so he's a big deal. Yeah. Oh. His fame went forth throughout all the provinces for the man Mordecai grew greater and greater the Jews struck all their enemies with the stroke of the sword and with slaughter and destruction and did what they would to those who hated them. In Shushan, the palace of the Jews killed and destroyed 500 men. Wait, inside the palace? Yes. Inside the palace itself? Apparently there were 500 people to kill. The seat of power. Even then, the people who would get the news first about where King Xerxes lies and about the fact that your queen is Jewish, still, still people are, I guess there's anti-Semites everywhere regardless of of the context. It's a little unclear how these enemies of the Jews were identified because the decree was just like, hey Jews, kill whoever's your enemy. It's Mm -hmm. a little unclear what the like distinction is there, right? So... That is a weird question of like, was it the people who showed up that day to hurt them? Like some people still felt like, yeah, yeah, we could probably beat them. Yeah. Or or what? Or is or, or did just, they just kind of get to pick whoever they wanted and be like, yeah, this person called me a name once. Maybe. I'm going to kill them in their family. There's 500 of those people apparently. Yeah, goodness. Yeah. Parshandatha and Delphone and Aspar... Aspathatha... <laughs> Aspatha uh-huh. and Poratha and Al Ad Alia Adalia and Eridatha and Parmashata and Ari Sai and Ari Dai and Vezatha 
the ten sons of Haman, the sons of oh. Hamadatha, the Jews' enemy, killed they. I see. But they didn't lay their hand on the spoil. Oh. Wow, okay. So, all these turn of events. Okay, so I guess that makes sense that, like, all of Haman's family is still motivated to be mean to the Jews. Okay. So, they were killed? Or the Jews were just motivated the, to kill right, all or of the, them. Exactly. Unclear. Or the Jews are just motivated to go after them. Yeah. yeah. So they killed them is basically what we're saying. Mean sins of the father. Yeah. The 10 sons of Haman. Yeah. All got killed. Okay. But they didn't lay their hand on the spoil. What is that? Well, technically they already own all the spoil of Haman's house. That's true. So. Yeah, that is. Hmm. They've already laid their hand on the spoil. Or do they have their own separate houses, their own separate like properties that I don't know. are not included in the Haman estate? <laughs> Maybe. On that day, the number of those who were slain in Shushan, the palace, was brought before the king. The king said to Esther the queen, the Jews have slain and destroyed 500 men in Shushan, the palace, and the 10 sons of Haman, what then have they done in the rest of the king's provinces? Now, what is your petition? It shall be granted you. Or what is your request further? Wait, okay, wait. It shall be done. Wait. <laughs> So, okay, that took a twist I did not expect. He's like, Esther, my queen. Look at all this stuff that happened. <laughs> they killed 500 people right here. Imagine how many others Just they here. killed. And I thought he was going to be upset. And he's like, what and else like, do you what want? What else do you want? This was awesome. <laughs> I was obsessed with her. What can I say? Or, okay, but you could read it as, this is him trying to gently be like, is there any other way I can help you feel better about this? Oh, okay. <laughs> Maybe that's okay. a good point. Yeah. That's an interesting yeah. point. You know, now could I offer you half the kingdom, you and your people? Maybe yeah. we could, could, you know, kind of stop this whole bloodshed and violence mm. thing. I really just wanted to party. Mm. That's what I've always ever wanted from day one. Uh -huh. And I just got wrapped up in this mess. Okay. 13. Then said Esther, if it please the king, let it be granted to the Jews who are in Shushan to do tomorrow also according to this day's decree. And let Haman's 10 sons. Wait, hold on. So do it yeah. again. She's like, Can she we do wants it to again? extend it by a day. Yeah. Yeah. Esther. Like the like the banquet, but you know, worse. Right. It's a bad, right. it's a bad right. banquet. Dear, dear. Wait, and wait a minute. I thought these guys were already dead. Let Haman's 10 sons be hanged on the gallows. They could still be dead and just, you know, string them up as a lesson. Got it. Yeah, sort of like in the in the town square, you know. I say, yeah. That kind of a thing. The king commanded it so to be done. And a decree was given out in Sushan, and they hanged Haman's 10 sons. Wow. The Jews who were in Shushan gathered themselves together on the 14th day also of the month of Adar and killed 300 men in Shushan. <laughs> but they didn't lay their hand on the spoil. This is such a not family-friendly story at the end it's here. Really not. not at this point. No way. It's really, I mean, really not. Goodness. Not a lot of it was. The other Jews... So, yeah, yes. Well, sorry. Just I, I just I saw that some people in the chat were mentioning that this whole thing of like not taking stuff for free from people is like a recurring theme that's happened before also. Yeah, that's interesting. It's a weird mix though, right? Where it's like sometimes it's like, no, we're going to kill everyone and take their stuff like we did in Canaan. Mm -hmm. But then other times it's like, no, we're we're not taking their stuff. We're too good for oh, that. We can't do that. So I don't know. It's It's interesting. The other Jews who were in the king's provinces gathered themselves together and stood for their lives and had rest from their enemies and killed of those who hated them 75,000. Dang. Mm -hmm. But they didn't lay their hand on the spoil. Huh. This was done on the 13th day of the month, Adar, 
And on the 14th day of the same, they rested and made it a day of feasting and gladness. Yeah, well, we got to rest after all that physical activity killing 75,000 people. I guess so. Right. But that's in, that's in the rest of the kingdom. Yeah. Yes, that's the rest. But the Jews who were in Shushan assembled together on the 13th day of it, and on the 14th of it, and on the 15th day of the same they rested and made it a day of feasting and gladness. Therefore do the Jews of the villages who dwell in the unwalled towns make the 14th day of the month Adar a day off, is what they're saying, gladness and feasting and a good day, and of sending portions one to another. Oh, I thought that was potions one to another for a second. <laughs> I think it's portions. <laughs> it's pretty good. Uh, look, I made it from the blood of my enemies. Yes, look, yeah. yum. So, and, and this is Purim, I guess? I, I guess. I yeah. think if On we the keep reading. Day of Adar. Okay. All right. We'll see. Yeah. Mordecai wrote these things and sent letters to all the Jews who were in all the provinces of the king Ahasuerus, both near and far, to enjoin those who they should keep the 14th day of the month Adar and the 15th day of the same yearly. As the days in which the Jews had rest from their enemies and the month which was turned to them from sorrow to gladness and from mourning into a good day, that they should make them days of feasting and gladness and of sending portions to one another and gifts to the needy. Hmm. That's fun. That's nice. That's fun. Throw them a bone in the midst of all this. The Jews undertook to do as they had begun and as Mordecai had written to them, because Haman, the son of the Hamadatha, the Agagite, the enemy of all the Jews, had plotted against the Jews to destroy them and had cast poor that is the lot to consume them and to destroy them. But when the matter came before the king, he commanded by letters that his wicked device, which he had devised against the Jews, should return on his own head and that he and his son should be hanged on the gallows. Therefore, called these days Purim after the name of Pur. There it is. That's the name of the show. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the, <laughs> That's the name of the show. The movie title. <laughs> Therefore because of all the words of this letter and of that which they had seen concerning this matter and that which had come to them, the Jews ordained and took on them and on their seed and on all such as joined themselves to them so that it should not fail, that they would keep these two days according to the writing of it and according to the appointed time of it every year and that these days should be remembered and kept throughout every generation, every family, every province and every city and that these days of Purim should not fail from among the Jews, nor the memory of them perish from their seed. Then Esther the queen, the daughter of Abihal, and Mordecai the Jew, wrote with all authority to confirm the second letter of Purim. He, I don't know which he, I guess Mordecai, he sent letters to all the Jews to the 127 provinces of the kingdom of Ahasuerus with words of peace and truth, to confirm these days of Purim and their appointed times, according as Mordecai the Jew and Esther the queen had enjoined them, and as they had ordained for themselves and for their seed in the matter of the fastings and their cry. The commandment of Esther confirmed these matters of Purim, and it was written in the book. Great. And, and still celebrate Purim to this day. Wow. There it is. Yeah. There it is. That really does seem like an ending, but there's a, a second, there's, third, there's... fourth ending. <laughs> We're going to do it now. A denouement to the denouement. Yes. Chapter 10. <laughs> the king Ahasuerus laid a tribute on the land and on the isles of the sea. 
all the acts of his power and of his might, and the full account of the greatness of Mordecai, whereunto the king advanced him, aren't they written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of Media and Persia? Wow. Mm, wow. Oh, another another book Goodness. of the chronicles. Yeah, different wow. book of chronicles. Been a long time yeah. since we heard that one. Aren't they written there? Aren't they? I, aren't I mean, they? I don't know. Why do you care? <laughs> For Mordecai the Jew was next to King Ahasuerus and great among the Jews and accepted of the multitude of his brothers seeking the good of his people and speaking peace to all his seed. That's it for Esther. The end of the story of Esther, which for some reason ends focused more on Mordecai than it does on Esther. Well, of course, because it's the man. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Right? The woman was really kind of just the vehicle. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she did good. She did good. She did well. Boy, oh boy. Wow. All right. Do we have a couple silly psalms before we quit? We do. And now it's time for Silly Psalms with DBS, the part of the show where DBS comes out and reads some psalms. Psalm 132, a song of ascents. Yahweh, remember David and all his affliction? Uh Uh-huh. How he swore to Yahweh and vowed to the mighty one of Jacob? Surely I will not come into the structure of my house nor go up into my bed. I will not give sleep to my eyes or slumber to my eyelids until I find out a place for Yahweh, a dwelling for the mighty one of Jacob. For some reason, I'm reading this as if it's like a little melodrama play that's happening. Oh, that's that's good. I like that. (laughs) Behold, we heard of it in Ephrathah. We found it in the fields of Jar. We will go into his dwelling place. We will worship at his footstool. Arise, Yahweh, into your resting place. And you and the ark of your strength. Let your priests be clothed with righteousness. Clothed? What? (laughs) It's like... Try that again. It's either like Red, White, and Blaine, or it's like the Charlie Brown Christmas cantata. (laughs) Okay, I was thinking more Charlie Brown, but I like that. That's good. Let your priests be clothed with righteousness. Let your saints <laughs> shout for joy. For your servant David's sake, don't turn away the face of your anointed one. Yahweh has sworn to David in the truth. He will not turn from it. I will set the fruit of your body on your throne. If your children will keep my covenant, my testimony that I will teach them, their children also will sit on your throne forever. For Yahweh has chosen Zion. He has desired it for his habitation. This is my resting place forever. I will live here, for I have desired it. I will abundantly bless her provision. I will satisfy her poor with bread. I will also clothe her priests with salvation. Her saints will shout aloud for joy. I will make the horn of David to bud there. What? I have ordained a lamp for my anointed. I will clothe his enemies with shame, but on himself his crown will shine. Is that your God voice? Yeah, that was that was a kid playing Yahweh <laughs> in a in a pageant at school. Oh, with that a was, big like old cotton beard yeah, strapped the, on yeah, his face. Exactly, exactly. That's you good. got it. That's okay. Good. Okay. I uh, okay. 133, A Song of Ascents by David. Sounded like David wrote the last one too, but (laughs) he definitely wrote this one. 
See how good and how pleasant it is for brothers to live together in unity. It is like the precious oil on the head that ran down on the beard, even Aaron's gross. beard. It came down on the edge of his robe. Okay, hold on. Gross. This, Double this is gross. Like what is way happening? too much of graphic detail about someone being <laughs> doused in oil. Well, it's David. It's David. But of course David would do that. Of course. Oh, precious, wait, it's precious oil on the head. I was assuming this was oil from the head. Like it's oh, just gross. so oily that gross. it's Chase, It was already gross and you just made it grosser. No, I think that it's like like somebody's anointing him in oil. Okay. He's anointing him. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, okay. It's like the precious oil on the head that ran down on the beard, even Aaron's beard that came down on the edge of his robes, gross. like the dew of Herman. Herman. <laughs> Not Haman, but Hermon, <laughs> that comes down on the hills of Zion, for there Yahweh gives the blessing, even life forevermore. I don't know what the hell that was about. That was weird. That a was weird, weird little interlude. A weird little oily interlude. Thanks, David. <laughs> hey, guess how many psalms we have left? How many? How many? Only 17. What? Wow. Coming up on the end, I never thought we'd see this day. Wow. So close. And so then we can close. move on to the Proverbs. And that's about roughly okay, what? Of which there are nine million. Seven-ish episodes, maybe. Maybe less if some of these are shorties. What? Yeah, yeah, we might we might look into grouping them together a little bit. I thought bit. you said there were 900 Proverbs. No, oh, no we're talking I was about talking the about the remaining Psalms. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Yeah, got yeah, it. But so it definitely means we'll finish Psalms before we finish the Hebrew Bible. Mm-hmm. But Proverbs is going to go on for a while. We'll see. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's fine. All right, ready? Wow, fun. Time for a quiz. Uh, except for I have to read us out. I'm going to do that right now. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for joining us for a Bible study today. If you want to join the audience in our live stream shows, follow us on Twitch at Drunk Bible Study or go to drunkbiblestudy.com slash live. If you want even more Drunk Bible Study, including early releases, cocktail recipes, personal toasts on the show, and more, become one of our patrons at patreon.com slash drunkbiblestudy. If you enjoy the show, take a moment to subscribe and write us a nice review on iTunes, letting other people know what you like about it. You can also join fellow listeners in the Drunk Bible Study Fans and Fellowship Facebook group or on our Discord server at discord.drunkbiblestudy.com. Find us on Twitter at Drunk Bible Cast, on Instagram at Drunk Bible Study, or send us an email to info at drunkbiblestudy.com. Drunk Bible Study is created and produced by Jace Lindgren, Dedeker Winston, and me, Emily Matlack. Our theme song is Book Club by Josh and Anand from their album Home of the The The. For more information, visit us at drunkbiblestudy.com. I made a man.